412 Canada podcast. Thanks for joining us. My name is Kim Hutchins and at 412 we're equipping the church for greater influence through serving. 412 is a ministry of Faith Baptist Church in Huntsville, Ontario. We're so excited to be able to continue to equip you through our podcast and YouTube. Today I have Lance Johnson joining us. Lance has 45 years of ministry experience and served for 15 years as the regional director for Feb Central, where he oversaw all regional ministries and staff and was able to help churches in their various needs. Currently, he remains active by mentoring a few young men in ministry, consulting with churches, and more. Wow, with all of that, I'm excited to chat with Lance about how to maintain a purposeful life. Welcome, Lance. Thank you. Mm -hmm. It's so good that you're able to join me here today. <laughs> it's good to be part of this. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, no problem. Can you tell me a little bit? You've, you've been involved in so many things over the years, but what are you up to right now? Well, as you said in the introduction, I am involved with uh, mentoring some young men mm -hmm. in various geographical areas, yeah. uh, sometimes in person, mainly by telephone, by the way, Okay. and the odd time by Zoom. Okay. So I'm in, uh, involved with that. I'm also doing some pulpit supplying for the Presbyterian Church in, in Perry Sound. Okay. And um, matter of fact, um, I'll be uh, uh, doing their messages for them on June 6 and 13 of, uh, of June. Oh, nice. And, um, and then uh, just basically keeping uh, busy doing, well, there's some projects with some churches right, right now, uh, yeah. helping some churches with governance issues. Okay. Um, and as well as, uh, on one case, even helping them with a site plan. Oh, wow. As they think ahead, although they've been somewhat hindered okay. because with COVID, right. it's really hard for them to totally evaluate their needs right now when their yeah. building is not being used the way it uh, could normally be used. I know. So those are just some of the things I'm involved with right now. Okay. And let's talk about, you were a pastor in Barrie at Emmanuel for a while, right? I was there for just over five years. Okay. Yeah. That just before retiring. Right. Okay. Right. Okay. And when you were there, there was something, you were working with seniors? What was your role? Well, when I went there, I, for the first couple of years, I was uh, the, the pastor of seniors and spiritual care mm -hmm. before I moved into other ministry responsibilities for the remaining uh, three years. But I did have the, the delight of leading the uh, seniors ministry there. That was yeah. basically a monthly program, yeah. uh, plus some other things. And, and while I was there, one of the things I chose to do was to develop a, a theme or a slogan for them mm -hmm. to encourage them in their walk with the Lord. And the, the theme I developed was loving God and leaving a legacy. Okay, which fits and, in perfectly with today. And, uh, <laughs> and of course, there's two parts to that. Yes. Uh, one, of course, is, is loving God, making sure that uh, God has the priority spot in our lives, the mm -hmm. prior spot in our lives. And then, of course, the leaving the legacy part always conjures up things in people's minds when they think of legacy because most of us think of our wills, mm -hmm. what we may leave behind when it comes to <laughs> material possessions. But yeah. I was uh, very careful every time we talked about the, the, the slogan or the theme yeah. to make sure that we were not talking simply about material things. We were primarily talking about character, right. godly character. Uh, leaving behind for our children and our grandchildren mm -hmm. um, a, a life that is committed to Christ and is constantly being transformed into the image of the Lord Jesus Christ. 
So that's what I really meant by legacy. Yes, yeah. Mm. So, and how are you doing that today? And I know we've talked about living a purposeful life. Like how, how do you live that out every day? What is your go-to to keep you on track? Well, I think one of the things that we really need to be mindful of, and that is um, what I want to call intentionality. Mm -hmm. We have to be intentional. Right. Um, when I was with the region, for example, and I would be preaching in a number of different churches, mm -hmm. uh, I developed what I call my MVP theme. Okay. Which was uh, M was mission, mm -hmm. V was vision, mm -hmm. and P was passion. Okay. And I said, and you know, an MVP for Christ is one who is mission oriented, has a good vision of life and ministry, and is passionate. And when I shared that one day, uh, someone came up to me and said, uh, you're still missing something. Oh. And I said, what's that? They said, well, intentionality. Okay. You have to have intentionality. And um, uh, therefore, one of the things I sought to do was in my own life was to be intentional. Mm -hmm. which meant, therefore, sit down and think through um, your strategies for your life in order to be purposeful. Yeah. And, and when I did that, um, and I don't know what really prompted me to do this, um, <laughs> but I, kept, I used my name Lance, okay. L-A-N-C-E, mm -hmm. and developed an acronym. Nice. And by the way, folks may be interested in looking at their own names mm -hmm. um, in order to do something like this. I do think, of course, when you do the acronym, verbs or participles work better than nouns. Okay, good to okay. know. Yeah. Yeah, action, right? We right. want action. That, exactly correct. <laughs> exactly correct. And um, what I basically did with my name was, uh, with the L, it was um, loving God wholeheartedly mm -hmm. was the, the L. Mm -hmm. uh, the A was to attend to relationships, and again, with some intentionality. Right. And uh, that takes some planning to mm -hmm. be able to, to do that. Uh, N was nurturing my well-being mm -hmm. um, on a regular basis. There I'm talking about spiritually, yeah. mentally, emotionally, physically, socially, um, nurturing my well-being. Um, C was uh, basically cultivating my skill. Right. And everybody has a different skill level. Um, and their skills are, 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 there's a variety of different things. Mm -hmm. um, and out of my background, um, I wanted to develop, continue to develop my skills when it comes to consulting, mm -hmm. um, when it came to, uh, to counseling, when it came to coaching, coaching yeah. young pastors, for example. So uh, to be able to continue to develop skills there. And the E was to exercise virtues appropriately. Okay. And what does that look like? Well, I think it looks a little different for everybody. Yeah. Uh, for example, when I preached a message on the fruit of the Spirit, and there's nine aspects of the fruit of the Spirit in Galatians chapter 5, yeah. I've often said to folks, and which ones right now does God need to be working in your life more than the others? Mm. And take that as fuel for prayer. Okay. Well, when I got to the, uh, the virtues, I thought, okay, which ones do I really want to see clearly formed in my life at this point in my life? Mm -hmm. And of course, grace and truth comes through Jesus Christ, John okay. chapter 1. So that's where I began. Okay. I, okay, I want Good the place. virtue of grace. I want the virtue of truth. Yeah. I want to be a person of grace. I want to make sure that my life reflects truth, mm -hmm. the truth of God's word. And then the need for purity, to maintain a, a pure heart. Uh, patience, which is why this is something that constantly working <laughs> on me, okay, because... 
Um, sometimes I, I'm not a very patient person okay. uh, in that. And then uh, to be able to, um, uh, and to be wise. Right. And I also, uh, I'm a person that likes to know details. Okay. So clarity. Yeah. Okay, when I'm making decisions in life, I want to have a, a good grasp of what it is I've been asked to do or what I need to do to have some real clarity in my mind before uh, I launched out. So I think um, intentionality is very important. Mm -hmm. And so I put down these five different things yeah. um, that I need to constantly address. And as I address them, I think I am accomplishing what God's purpose for my life is at this point, this juncture of my life. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. But what made you even think of doing this? Well, one of the things I'm involved <laughs> in, of course, is working with churches when it comes to strategy. Yeah. And I think we need to have strategy for our own lives. That's a good um, point, yeah. Because I do find it's very easy to spend one's life. Mm -hmm. But I think it's much better, and from a Christian perspective, to invest one's life. Mm -hmm. um, so unless you become intentional, I think you're just simply spending your life. Right. Um, but with some intentionality, mm -hmm. you can begin to invest your life with eternal things in mind, mm -hmm. not just the temporal. Mm -hmm. um, although the temple need to be, need, needs to be dedicated yeah. and committed to the Lord. <laughs> uh, but the need to keep the eternal in, in mind and to uh, have some strategies towards, uh, towards that end. Mm -hmm. No, that's really good. And so you mentioned about mentoring or coaching, right? And you mentor or coach a few young men. And how did, how did that happen? Did you seek that out? Or how do you start mentoring? Well, um, when I was regional director, there was a, um, a young man who was working for Hydro One, as a matter of fact. Okay. He'd had previous ministry experience as a youth pastor. Uh, that did not seem to material well for him. So he went to work for Hydro One. Mm -hmm. He called me one day to say, can I meet with you? Oh, like and just out, out of, of the blue. And, and, and out of that, <laughs> and out of that relationship, uh, he is now uh, a pastor in the Kitchener Waterloo area. Okay. And as he began to, to pastor, he contacted me one day to say, can we enter a mentoring relationship? Okay. And so... Um, and it's a relationship which I kind of enjoy because he's the one that takes the initiative on it. Okay. Uh, for example, uh, yesterday he contacted me to say, can we talk either Thursday or Friday? Mm -hmm. So 10 o'clock tomorrow morning, I'm on the phone with him. Okay, <laughs> and I'll be spending about an hour on the phone and he'll have a list of things oh, wow. that he'll want to discuss with me. Yeah. And then there's some things that I would suggest to him too as he continues to develop as a pastor. I really don't think he needs me as much as he thinks he needs me, <laughs> to be truthful. Right. I think he's really developed quite well yeah. um, in, uh, in ministry. And he has uh, some really good lay leaders oh, um, work, uh, working with him in terms of leadership in the church. Mm -hmm. And because um, um, that's one of the things I normally say to him, what are your other leaders saying to you right now? Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, because they, I want to make sure they're on the same page to, together. Oh, yeah. So that's how I got going. And, and then his son's up in Pembroke. Okay. And um, he suggested to his son, his son should be in contact with me regularly. Um, <laughs> so so there's grown. So there. And, and there's a young pastor in, in Toronto mm -hmm. who's into a church planting situation who's 
in contact with me um, occasionally. Yeah. And so basically it just, it started that way. And then of course people would suggest, why don't you talk to him? Yeah. And you talk to me. And so uh, <laughs> I, I certainly do welcome that because again, that's the way I have of investing myself yeah. in, the, in the lives of others. Because, you know, at my age, I'm not going to be here much longer. <laughs> Although my wife hates me talking that way. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> she hates me talking that way. But uh, yeah. uh, to be able to uh, make an impact in those young lives, knowing that that legacy continues. Yeah. And what would you say for those joining us that maybe are your age or even younger or older, what could they do to start to impact the lives around them? Well, um, they might want to do what I did, mm -hmm. okay? Uh, become rather intentional. Yeah. You know, to be able to sit down and um, get out a piece of paper or get in front of their computer, whatever, yeah. and just start writing down some random thoughts of the things that they think God will want them to prioritize in their lives at this, um, at this particular time. Mm -hmm. and, to, uh, and to just simply uh, work on it for a while. Right. Um, uh, it may be a little bit of a struggle at the beginning when they do it, mm -hmm. but um, the other thing we often say uh, and we say this to committees, yeah. and I say to the church boards, unless you write it down, it's not decided. Okay, that's a good you know, line, there's, yeah. There's a number of, um, I've, I've been in, in meetings before where uh, there's a lot of discussion. It seems to be heading in the right direction. Yeah. The meeting comes to an end. You go to the next meeting and say, okay, who's got the minutes? <laughs> and and nothing. nothing's being written down. Yeah. So that's why I encourage boards, committees, individuals, mm -hmm. write it down. Yeah. Because when you write it down, it takes the, uh, there's some decisions that are being made mm -hmm. when, you, um, when you write it down. Um, can I just add one more thing? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Let's go back to my MVP <laughs> thought earlier. Yeah. And then when one person said to me, you're missing something, and that is you've got to be intentional. Mm -hmm. Well, I began to share that. Okay. And someone came up to me and said, you're still missing something. Oh, what? <laughs> and I said, what's that? Well, you need an A at the end. Not that MVP IA makes any sense, but he says, no. and that is action. Um, it's also one thing to be yeah. intentional and to have it in writing. And that's a good step towards, but now implement. Yeah. Put it into action. Actually do what it yeah. is that uh, you think God wants you to do. Yeah. Get it done. Well, and what are some practical ways that somebody who's joining us could practically help others around them and put these things into action? Um, well, all of life is on, on relationships. Yes. And um, so now you have to determine how it is you're going to contact them. Right. Okay. COVID is a problem. Yeah. Okay. Makes it very um, difficult, right? To get extremely into difficult. Mm -hmm. Extremely difficult. Mm -hmm. For example, uh, Marilyn and I, we had our first great grandchild born in January. Oh, and they're down in the Stratford area. Wow. And we have yet to see oh, him. Oh, my goodness. Just because of COVID restrictions. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and, um, but uh, so now plan a strategy. Right. Uh, how are you going to do it? Uh, Zoom calls, mm -hmm. phone calls letter writing, emails, yeah. text messaging. There's a so variety. you're still in contact with them. Absolutely in contact. Yes. Yeah. And, and it may not be the same. It may not feel the same, no. but it can still be fruitful. Yeah. 
And that's what we have to keep in mind. Even churches, for example, these days that, that can't gather. Mm -hmm. And, you know, things are being recorded. Yeah. And um, it's being uh, at a certain time on Sunday and all of a sudden it's available on YouTube or on the Internet, whatever the case may be. Um, it's not the same, mm -mm. but it can still be fruitful. True. Yeah. And what do you find during this season is a scripture that's helping you? Maybe not even just specifically during COVID, but what's a scripture that always speaks to you and encourages you? Well, there's a couple of thoughts that come to mind. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a thought in the Psalms, for example, that um, my wife and I have kind of taken up for this year. Mm -hmm. And that is um, be quiet before the Lord <laughs> mm -hmm. and wait for Him. Oh. You know, be quiet before the Lord and wait for him. That's kind of difficult sometimes, don't you find? Well, yeah. yeah. First of all, to be quiet. Okay. <laughs> and wait, yes. <laughs> you know, because often we think when we have our devotions, you know, we read scripture and now we pray. Yeah. And we have our list of things we want to pray for. Mm -hmm. God, listen to me. Yeah. But even in those moments, to be quiet before him, mm -hmm. but to wait for God's hand. Yeah. You know, and, and that's not easy to be patient and to wait. Yeah. You know, uh, my father-in-law, for example, on June 17, we'll turn 101. That's amazing. And he's at Rogers Cove. Yeah. And one of the things Beryl and I talk about, and we talk to him about it occasionally, he has family members that he's been praying for for years. Mm -hmm. And one of the things we've said to him is, some of those prayers won't be answered until you're already in heaven. Yeah. You know, and God's still working down here. But to wait patiently for the Lord, mm -hmm. for the Lord to, I hate to put it this way, for the Lord to turn up. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We can't do it. He's the one that can do it. Yeah. Let's be quiet before the Lord. Let's make our requests be made known to him mm -hmm. and then to, uh, to wait patiently for him. So that's one of the verses. Yeah. Um, and the other one is I, I, I go, keep going back to my, the verse that I've had probably since I was a teenager. Mm -hmm. And that's a few years ago now, by the Just way. Just a few. Yeah. Matter of fact, a few <laughs> decades ago um, since I was a teen. And that's yeah. uh, in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 12. Okay. Where Paul says, I'm not ashamed, um, but um, I'm, I'm confident that the Lord is going to be able to guard that mm -hmm. which I have committed or entrusted to Him yeah. for that day. Of course, that day is the day is when we're in the presence of the Lord. Right. But to be able to uh, uh, continue to commit ourselves to the Lord and to, to trust in Him, mm -hmm. knowing that He will be found faithful. Yeah. Yeah, that's so good. And that's such a great life verse, right? Um, what most of the people who are joining us are volunteers or they lead volunteers. And I'm just, um, it's been so encouraging to chat with you. And I know you have so many great ideas and such a passion for helping people. <clears throat> What's something that you could say to them to encourage them right now as they continue to serve or thinking about serving? Or maybe they are older and they've thought, maybe I'm done serving, but the truth is you're not done serving. So what's something you could say to encourage them? Well, one of the things we've done in the past with churches mm -hmm. is to ask leaders, what is the number one asset that you have in the church? Okay. And without hesitation, leaders will say, our volunteers. Mm -hmm. yeah. You ask volunteers, what's the number one asset in the church? And they'll say, our leaders. <laughs> So there's a good relationship between leaders and volunteers. Yes. There's a, a deep respect that they have, each understanding how the other contributes 
to the work of the ministry and the advance of, of mission. Mm -hmm. um, the, um, the other thing that I also look at is when we get to heaven and the rewards are handed out if you care. Yes. <laughs> I have an idea that we're going to see the volunteers in front of a whole bunch of leaders. Oh. Okay, because I think volunteers um, who have been found faithful. Yes. Because that's the key. It is the key, right? You know, 1 Corinthians 4, mm -hmm. you know, when a person's been given a trust, and that trust is the gospel, mm -hmm. and, uh, and how we minister the gospel, whether it's in a, with children's ministry, youth ministry, seniors ministry, outreach, yeah. missions, whatever the case may be that when we've been given a trust, we are to be found faithful. Mm -hmm. um, uh, so, you know, my encouragement to them is stay faithful. Yeah. Keep doing what God has equipped you to do. Mm -hmm. um, and, and, and do it faithfully and do it passionately yeah. with intentionality, but be active. Yeah. Be active for God's <laughs> glory. Well, that's fantastic, Lance. Thank you so much for your encouragement. And I think that Everyone who's listening, regardless of how old they are, will be encouraged by what you have to say. And hopefully we'll find some verbs that we can put into action. <laughs> and that's, again, my encouragement to them is maybe take their own name. Yeah. Um, use verbs and uh, spell out the, the, the priorities yeah. that one ought to have. And particularly, we can make an impact even in our latter years. Mm -hmm. We can make an impact for, for God's glory. Yeah, and I think that's so important for everyone to hear. It doesn't matter how old you are or where you're living that you can impact for God's glory. Right on. Yeah, mm -hmm. thanks, Lance. Thank you. <laughs> well, for those joining us, I hope that you're encouraged by Lance. We can live a productive life regardless of our age. If you want to contact Lance, details are available in our show notes. So if you're listening to the audio version of this podcast, remember to subscribe on your podcast app. And for those watching the video edition, subscribe to our YouTube channel so that you don't miss an episode. Also, hop onto the discussion by following us on social media. And you can find us at 412 Canada on Instagram. And looking forward to next time. Thanks for joining us. Was it? Do you have any idea? 20 minutes. 20 hey, minutes? Oh, good job. Good. Yeah. Good. Good.